You are listening to the Success Life Live with Eric G. Reed. Living your life of success is possible, and this is where you will get a deep dive into the mindset, habits, and routines that will let you build your life of success, starting now. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to Success Life. My name is Eric Reed, and as the lady said, I'm your host, your coach, your friend for this episode of Success Life Radio. I'm so glad you took time to follow, like, share, join us um, as we begin to explore some, some mindsets, some principles, some thinking, some life hacks in order for you to build your life of success. And, and so I want to just jump straight in because I know your time is valuable and I want to honor that. And today we're going to talk about the seven areas of focus for a life of success. Now, so often I see people in as a coach that have like super excelled in one area, whether it's fitness or in their finance or their careers, and they're like, man, those are award winners. Those are pinnacles. Those are people that get the platform, get the award, get covered magazines, those kind of like, and we look at them and go, man, they must be crushing it. They must be successful. That's who I want to grow up to be. That's what I want to become. And that's kind of the program that we've designed in our head that we have to be that award-winning, pinnacle-winning, gold-star-achieving, top-of-the-game kind of person to have value and success. And what I'm here to tell you is that's not living a life of success. And so by focusing on these seven areas for an extraordinary life or a successful life, we begin to understand that our life has value. We begin to understand the achievements of our life in a different way. So let's get ready, pull out your pens, pull out your notepads, get ready. Let's begin to sort of dig into this understanding. So the challenge that I so often see is so many people in is finding that balance. Now, that idea of a perfect balance, 24-7, 365, that's a myth. But in an overall scheme, there has to be some set of balance. Even the greatest achievers acknowledge a gap between where they are and where they really want to be. Perhaps their business or their careers are strong, but their intimate relationships are lacking. Or maybe your relationships are flourishing but their personal finances are falling apart or they're physically fit um, or connected really well with their, their spouse, but the relationship with their career and their purpose and their passion has begun to suffer. We all have areas of our lives that demand more focus. I mean, we're at the beginning of the year. That's what we intentionally set out to do with our goals and our resolutions and all of those things. We said we acknowledge that there's an area of my life that needs some more focus, that needs some more attention, that needs to be leveled up one more place. And so I, I, I applaud you and I commend you for taking that awareness. But did you know that there has to be a logical approach to it? There has to be sort of a pyramid of mastery of the areas of our life. And so I'm going to quickly go through what I think the seven areas are, and then I'm going to explain why you need to build them in a logical format. So the first is that physical, that that physical body, our overall health. The second is our emotions and our meaning. What is the fuel to our life? And then third is that relationship. And fourth is time. Fifth is work, career, and missions, or our mission in life, so to speak. Sixth is our finances. 
And then seven is that spiritual awareness, that contribution, that moving our lives to a level of significance and legacy. And, and so what I want to show you is that so often I'll see people try and jump in the middle, um, so to speak, of this pyramid. And so let me give you the visualization of the pyramid. And if you have your notepads or pen and papers, or if you're in a position to write it down, that's what I want you to do. So, so see the pyramid, the top of the pyramid, and we're going to start at the bottom. And number one, or the bottom layer, is considered that physical body. And then the step above that is the emotional or the emotions and meaning level. The step above that or the third level up is our relationships. The step above that becomes time. The step above that becomes work, career, and our personal mission. The step above that becomes finance. And then the top or the you know, the keystone of the pyramid is that number seven, that spiritual sense. So in the physical, the bottom layer, is that that vehicle through which we experience life. And if that physical layer, if that physical level isn't in tune, attacking the finances, you could have all the money in the world. You could win that $100 million lotto. And in the process, turn around and have a heart attack picking up the check because you haven't maintained that base level, that physical body. But also what I want to bring to your awareness is that some of the higher levels require more entunement with ourselves, more awareness of who we are and what do we want to become. And when we get up in the morning, we don't always greet our, our, our spiritual sense first or our mission self first or our emotional self first. No, if you're like me, you walk in the bathroom and you're like, oh, Lord, look at me. I'm getting old. My hair's out of place. You know, there's hair growing where it shouldn't and not enough where it is and blah, blah, blah. It's that physical body that when I begin to tap into, when I begin to tune up, when I begin to make the energy and the effort to grow my physical body into a healthy shape. Now, I'm not saying everybody has to be, you know, body fat index of five and be able to run the Boston Marathon and all of that. What I'm saying is when you tune into that vehicle through which you're going to experience life and you honor that vehicle by eating right and and doing exercise and taking care of it and tuning it up and tightening it up and making it go in the direction at your own will that you want it to go, you've built a really solid foundation now, some of you may or may not know that I've been in the real estate business for 17 plus years and I've worked with builders and developers. And it's always interesting. It's the foundation that gets poured first, that physical layer, that connection to earth, that, that hard thing. And throughout the building, especially in custom homes, we begin to modify the inside space later on. But get that physical thing done first. So if you decided to attack your New Year's resolutions and say, I want to be more, I don't know, financially secure. I want to create my mission, vision, and purpose and, and go out and create a job that has impact and influence in other people's lives. But you're not in that physical state to carry the vehicle through. I want you to find a way to incorporate that physical awareness, that physical health, that physical acknowledgement. And it doesn't mean that you have to quit everything and train like an Olympic athlete. What I'm saying is take time to honor the physical thing that you're in. We're spiritual beings having a human experience. And in order to do that well, 
we need to be in our physicalness. We need to know our physicalness. You know, I love that expression that we're spiritual beings having a human experience. And when I first thought of that, I thought, wow, only because I'm human can I see the color of a flower. Only because I'm in human flesh can I feel the, the sand under my feet or the sun on my skin or the embrace of my children. That my physical being gives me such perspective on the world around me and creates so many layers to what I am that the more that I honor and respect and develop that physical thing, the more connected I am to the journey that I'm, I, I'm experiencing now, the, the place that I'm, I'm designed to be. All right, so the physical body is the base layer. The next one up is the emotions and meaning, and that's the fuel to life. The, the what do I want to do? What is my legacy? What is my purpose? What, what do I want to create? Now, that doesn't necessarily mean we have to write out a business plan or get focused on a five-year, 10-year business track plan, goal-setting, achievement thing. Sometimes it's as basic as just closing our eyes and saying, what do I want my life to look like, feel like? What experiences do I want to have and how do I want to feel in those experiences? And when I have that, it pulls me, it fuels me, it guides me to making the other decisions. But if I don't connect to my why, and by the way, understand that your why will get clarified and refined and reduced and reused, like it's going to go through changes and development. So if you had a why and it didn't settle in, it didn't feel right, it didn't connect, that's okay because at the moment that you thought that was your why, that was your awareness. And as you became more aware of yourself and more aware of your spirituality and more aware of your changes and your gifts and your talents, you needed to modify your why. If you're struggling to discover your why, I'm going to give you a little hint. I've just finished a course um, about knowing your why. There's going to be an ebook. Uh, I don't know. It's not going to be a big ebook. It's probably going to be 20, 15 pages to helping you figure out your why. Make sure you visit ericgreed.com and then connect to Success You or Success Life You. I'm sorry. And the course will be over there. Right now, it's being offered for free as I put the ebook together. So let me know if you need help in finding that. But again, it's about finding your why. And so that's the second level is that emotional emotions and meaning level. And then the next level is relationships, that ultimate magnifier of the human experience. And what I mean by that is if I don't know level two, what my big why is, who I want to become, what I want my life experience, experience and legacy to be, then the person that I'm trying to connect with won't know me or I'll connect with the wrong people because I don't know who I want to be. So how can I line up with people that are going to help me with that journey? So often when I work with couples, I, I see this where it was like, oh, you guys came together before you even knew who you were. And as you began to discover who you were, you looked across the aisle or across the bed, so to speak, and thought, is this the person that's going to help me get there? And you haven't expressed that. And so what we need to do is almost go back one layer and figure out who you are and then reapproach the relationship and let that be the center point. So that's why relationship sets above emotion and meaning. If you know what you want your life to mean, then you'll align with people that will help you meet that meaning. 
And then number four is time. How and where are you going to focus your energy? So now that I've built number one, my physical body, and I have energy and I have like, okay, I, I can get up in the morning. I don't creak. I don't, you know, groan and moan. And I'm not trying to take a nap by midday. And my health is fine. And my blood sugars and all of the things that the physical fuel is in place. And level two, I know what my purpose is. And I know what my passion is. And number three, I've got relationships that support and encourage me. Now I can look at my time and say, how do I want to utilize the time that I have? And maybe it's because you have a nine to five job, you might only have the evening or you may have weekends or you may have scattered schedule. But when you look at the time, it's like, okay, how do I want to use my time wisely to be able to explore that next thing, which is the work and career and mission or purpose. And that's when I say work and career and mission, I'm talking about how you make a difference. Lead and influence others. What's your impact going to be in the world? But you can't make an impact in the world. You can't begin to develop a legacy. You can't begin to develop a mission or career or a change if your emotional and physical health is off. If you don't have relationships that support you as you grow into who you want to become, if you haven't learned to manage and conserve your time for the things that matter instead of the things that are distractions. And as you begin to move into that fifth level, that work and career and mission level, you start to say, okay, this is what I want to do. This is who I want to become. This is the impact I want to make in the world. This is the area that I want to lead. This is who I want my story to be. We start to look around at finances. And I think of finances as that, that tool of exchange for what I create, what I do. The energy that I create in the universe is rewarded through financial security, financial stability, financial whatever, uh, 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 success. But because my energy in the physical, because my energy in the emotion, because my energy in the relationship, because my energy of having time to do what I want with concentration and focus, and because I know what I want to do and what my giftedness is and what my talents are and where my heart is called into, I get paid at a higher level. I get paid at a more direct relational level. You know, so often we, we want to be paid exp um, disproportionately, sorry, disproportionately to what we bring to the table. It's like, okay, your passion was at almost a one. You had almost no energy. Your clarity was off. You barely gave time and commitment to what you were doing, but yet you want to be paid as if you gave 100%. And so you're always then somehow chasing after the pay because you haven't put in the work to earn the pay that you want, and so it becomes a vicious cycle. You know, as a coach, I often see this where people will come to me and say, I want to have a, a purpose-driven life. I want to have a purpose-driven business. I want to have, you know, this, this, this thing out there, and I want to get paid, you know, a six-figure, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, okay, what is the work you're willing to put in? Well, I can do it part-time, maybe five hours a week, and I don't want to do this, and I don't, I'm like, okay, you want to get paid at the highest level and perform at the lowest level. And when I ask, why is that? Well, you know, I'm kind of old, and I really can't do a lot because my knees are broken down, my back is out, I've got, yeah, and all of a sudden it's like, okay, so you haven't maintained a physical form 
that can carry out your dream, okay? Or they might say, well, you know, I'm not really sure what I want to do with my life, but I'm hoping this will solve the problem, or I think this might be it, and they haven't gained the clarity. Or, well, you don't understand, you know, my wife said I could do this as long as I kept our day job, or my spouse isn't really supporting me, so I got to make this work, but I don't know if it's going, it's like, oh, your relationships are out of alignment, but yet you're trying to solve financial service, financial problems. Or I really don't have the time because I've made all of these other commitments and they're really not what I want to do, but I said I would, okay, you haven't met. And do you see how they stack up? You're starting to see? Because when I have my, the vehicle that I'm traveling through the universe in, my physical body in alignment and in harmony, and I've learned to discipline myself to that and perform at the highest level in that, and I don't mean Olympic athlete level. I mean, what I can achieve, I can achieve. And what I can improve, I can improve. And I'm always consciously moving in that direction each and every day as it relates to my physicalness. And when I know what fuels me every day, what I know what my big why is or level two is, that when I start to wear down, get exhausted, get distracted, when other shiny objects come into play, I'm like, whoop, that's not in alignment with level two. Sorry. Not going to get distracted. When I can turn to my spouse, my friends, my family, my kids, and I say, this is what I want to do. This is my passion. I'm sorry I've got to work late, take a weekend, go travel, whatever. I don't do it with guilt. I don't do it with fear. I don't do it with this sense of like, oh, I, I don't know how I'm going to ask. I don't know how I'm going to tell, whatever. Because I know that the people around me are my, I heard this today, they have your, they have your, oh, I've lost it now, but they were encouraging your heart, that they were focused on your success from heart, not because of the paycheck, not because of the award, but because they could see your heart, they could see who you wanted to become, they understood that this was part of your dream, and they wanted nothing more than you to live out your dream and so they were willing to make sacrifices, compromises on behalf of you so that you could go and grow and become. Because in the beginning, I aligned myself with the right relationships. And because I rely, aligned myself with the relate, right relationships, I was given the time to be able to focus my energy, my purpose, and my passion to where I needed it to be. And as I grew into it and spent more time around it and did more of it, it became a strategy for my life of how to make it my entire life instead of just a few hours in the evening or occasionally on weekends. I started saying, you know what? I'm going to study more. I'm going to learn more. I'm going to grow more. I'm going to do more in this area so that I become the industry expert. I become the go-to guy. I become the one that people are like, Ooh, don't mess with Eric. He got this. And because he got this, we're going to pay him extra. We're going to pay him more. We're going to pay him equal to the price that he's paid to arrive at this moment, not the price that he wants without doing the work. And so suddenly my finances began to, to increase and money wasn't like something I chased. It was just a byproduct of everything else that I was living because I could get up at 5 a.m. in the morning and go do my thing and have a purpose and a passion and an energy. People recognized it, and they paid me equally and accordingly. So if you're on this entrepreneur journey, if you're beginning to discover who you want to be and what you want to do in your life and how you want to do it, you're going to have to pay some price if you want to earn some money for it. 
you can't expect to get a box, you know, sign up on a. Sometimes I so worry about people that join network marketing and multi-level marketing, and this is not a slam against either of those or however you want to define it. But they feel like if I fill out a form and I get my starter kit in the mail and I call my five friends, I'll be a six-figure income by tomorrow. Doesn't work that way, folks. And I can take you to the award ceremony at any one of those, and I will pull the top 10% of people off the stage, and I will ask them to bring their day timers, their journals, their planners, whatever you want to call it, into the room, and you will see it chalked full of hard work and effort and rejection and perseverance and determination, and that they are working every one of these six and seven levels that I'm going to share at level seven with you. Um, they're working it and they're working it hard and they've been working it a long time. Nobody arrives as an overnight success. They just get recognized overnight, but they've been working hard for a long time. So, and when I talk about level seven, it's the celebrate and contribute. When you're performing and everything is going right, everything is humming along, we get to then move into our spiritual growth. We get to get move into that place where we're beginning to understand that our purpose in life is to give to others and to be of service to others and create legacies for our generation and generation after generation after generation. And that's not necessarily wealth, like checks in the bank kind of thing or dollar signs on the wall. When we've learned to master these six levels and we've lived a life around them, we have lessons of wisdom that are far more valuable sometimes than money in the bank. But I'm no longer spent chasing a check. I'm spent chasing a passion. I'm no longer worried about my time. My time begins to work for me. I'm not worried about my body breaking down because I've been working my body for a long time and I know what it's capable of and I know what I can expect from it. Now, yeah, like you, I'm going to age and get old. But it's funny, it's so much easier to maintain anything than it is to recover it. And I think about that when it comes to my health, that so often I'll see people trying to recover their health. If they had only done a few simple things every day to maintain their health, they'd be so much further ahead. When I work with people who talk about wanting to lose weight or weight loss or however you want to phrase the term as one of their goals, I remind them you didn't end up 20 pounds overnight, overweight overnight. So let's not expect to lose 20 pounds overnight. Let's begin to build a life of discipline around it. Strengthen ourselves from the inside out, not from the outside in. And that's really what I want to encourage you to start to think about as you move into your life of success. Understand that we need a sense of balance. And if you focus on these seven areas, the physical, the emotional, the relationship, the time, the work, the finances, and the spiritual, and you understand that maybe for you, as much as you want to be on the four, the five, the time, the work, maybe it's time to go back and start with the number one and say, I'm going to learn to discipline my body, my, the way I treat myself physically. And then I'm going to learn to discipline myself and grow myself emotionally. And then I'm going to learn to grow myself in relations. And then I'm going to learn to discipline and grow myself in how I use my time for my passion and my purpose and what my calling is. And then I'm going to move into learning how to use 
work and career and mission to live a life of exceptional, extraordinary life or success. And then I'm going to learn how to use my money to fuel my life, to fuel my dreams, to fuel my success, to begin to create an opportunity for me to be of contribution to the world and to my family and to my clients and those people around me. That's what I mean when I talk about living a life of success. That's what I mean when we talk about success life living. It's being able to live within the moment in each of those seven areas fully and functionally and understand that I may be growing really, really hard on one level and understand that for right now, maybe another level isn't getting my full attention. Maybe an area of my life isn't getting all the attention that it looks like it needs because I've gone back to the basics. I've gone back to the foundations. I want you to understand that your life is bigger than some simple goal. Your life is about transforming who you are into who you can become. And that takes work, that takes time, that takes effort and awareness. So slow down, look at your life. Say, wait a minute, how am I treating my physical? As much as I would love to have a six-figure income, if that started tomorrow, would I be able to live a full life with it? Or would I still have to go back and worry about my health, my body, this vehicle? Maybe I should focus on that. How is my emotions? What is my meaning? Am I centered? Am I clear? Do I know my why? You know, there's, there's a saying that, you know, money only exposes the true character of a man. And so if you haven't defined who you are and why you're doing it, I believe, I believe personally that finances will always hide from you because, you know, in the great universe, it's like, really, do you want to expose that character flaw? But if you're solid and you know who you are, money isn't what you chase. You use money to continue to grow your vision and your dream. And the same with relationships and time and work. So you guys get it. You know, you can go up and down this pyramid all day long, and often I do as a coach and in my personal life. I ask myself, you know, how am I taking care of, you know, my level one, my level two, my level threes, my physical, my emotional, my relationships? How am I taking care of my time, my work, my career, my finances, and my spiritual growth? Am I clear and am I in line with it? Because as long as I continue to monitor it, as long as I continue to lead into it, I'll have a successful life. I will live a successful life. I will live an extraordinary life. And I'll understand that sometimes I'll be out of balance, but I'll never be out of alignment. Well, I appreciate you joining me for today's Success Life Live. I hope you found this of value. Um, if you did, do me a favor. Do the like, share, follow, whatever thing, comment. Let me know you're out there. Let me know how, you're being, how this is being received, how I can be a service to you. And if there's anything you need from me now or in the future, you can always connect to me through the website, ericgreed.com, or if you find me on Facebook, private message, or whatever. You know, Eric G. Reed, R-E-I-D, not that complicated. So until we get together next time, go out, live your life of success. It is yours. It is waiting for you. You just simply need to step into it. Thanks again, and I hope you have an awesome afternoon. Success Life with Eric G. Reed. Learn to live your life with success.